Hey everybody, it's Amanda. Welcome or welcome back to the Park Ridge Presby podcast, the message podcast of Park Ridge Presbyterian Church in Park Ridge, Illinois. We would love for you to experience a Sunday morning with us, or you can always connect with us on social media. We are Park Ridge Presby on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We hope this message inspires your faith to make a difference for you every day. So there's this dangerous soundtrack that every one of us needs to replace with a new one in our lives. Soundtracks are those repetitive thoughts that we keep telling ourselves without thinking, and often they're not very good for us. And there's this very dangerous soundtrack that is very challenging for many of us, if not all of us, and it's one we have to retire. Now, you might be an exceptional person and don't struggle with this, so if that's you, then maybe you can help someone else work on it. But this dangerous and sometimes deadly soundtrack we have to get rid of is one that is very important for us to explore. Now, I'm guessing you're wondering now what that dangerous soundtrack is, and I'm gonna tell you in just a few minutes. So here we are in week two of our series, Your New Playlist, where we've been talking about what it means to make sure that those soundtracks or repetitive thoughts in our lives that aren't good for us are gone and out of our lives so we can have the kind of thoughts about ourselves and about others that God wants for us. And to do that, we've been looking at some of the things in this book, Your New Playlist by the Acuff family to help us get a sense of what that looks like. In particular, we have this problem of overthinking or underthinking that we need to work on. Now, there's a kind of overthinking that is dangerous for all of us where we are repeating thoughts about yourself that keep you from being who God wants you to be. There's a kind of overthinking or underthinking it might be as well that is really dangerous in that level. Those are the kind of things that are self-limiting thoughts that we want to get rid of. But then there's also this kind of overthinking where we're repeating thoughts about someone else that keep you from seeing them how God wants to see them. The other side of that is these can become self-fulfilling prophecies, limiting for people if we have influence over them. And so we need to retire those broken soundtracks from the people that we look at as well. Now you're probably hopefully wondering now, what was that super dangerous soundtrack that we need to work on and get rid of in our lives? And I'm going to tell you it's this one. It's the soundtrack of enough. When we pursue enough in our lives and that's the goal in our lives, it can be a really dangerous and sometimes even deadly thing for us. And when we pursue enough, we can not have the kind of lives that God wants for us. Now, the problem of enough is something that the Acuffs address in their book, but it's also something that Jesus is very clear is very damaging in our lives as well. Now, we have an idea of what enough sounds like, and because we have this problem in many of our lives, but to give us a clearer sense of it, often it goes like this. If I just had enough, then I would blank. So what does that sound like for us? Well, maybe it sounds like this. If I just had enough motivation, then I would get promoted. Hmm. If I just had enough creativity, then I would be admired more. That can be an enough problem for some people. If I just had enough followers, then I would get more likes on my posts. It's a real problem people have these days. Or the old classic one, if I just had enough money, then I would not worry about the future. Now, when we pursue these things as enough, then these are the things that are really dangerous. Now, you can fill in those blanks with so many things. You can fill it in with popularity. You can fill it in with elite fitness. You can fill it in with more money, more time, whatever it might be. When we pursue these things, then there's a problem we have in our lives. 
because we're pursuing these things at the expense of what God wants us to pursue. Now, what's dangerous about some of these things in particular is that there's a healthy and faithful version of pursuing parts of these things that we need for ourselves. But there's also an unhealthy and unfaithful version of these things as well. And we have to be careful that we don't pursue them in a way that leaves us wanting in our lives. Because when we pursue these things with the first and best of our lives, then it leaves us with the worst and the rest in many other areas of our lives. Now, this problem of enough was something that was so important to Jesus that he directly addressed it in his teachings. And if we want to break that soundtrack of enough in our lives, then we can listen to and follow the teachings of Jesus, and it can help us have better clarity on how to do exactly that. Now, in one of the most famous collections of Jesus' teachings in the Gospel of Matthew, there's this thing called the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus narrows in with great precision about what it looks like to break down what it means to have this problem of enough in our lives. And in particular, Jesus narrows in his focus on a problem that we have, and it's kind of the root cause of why we pursue more and more and more, and we're always not satisfied. And the primary root problem, Jesus says, is that we're trying to seek the approval and the applause of people in our lives and not God. And when we do that, it leads to all kinds of problems in our lives. Jesus put it this way, Be especially careful when you are trying to be good so that you don't make a performance out of it that might be good theater, but the God who made you won't be applauding. There's a particular danger, Jesus says, when we're seeking the applause and the praise of people and not of God. Now, Jesus gives some very clear examples of the dangers of what this looks like in our lives. He, he reminds us of how damaging it is when we are praying so that people can notice us. Not in church when we're trying to pray together, but if we're trying to promote our own self-interest to get other people to notice how spiritual we are, that's not good. Jesus actually says to go to a private room and close the door so no one knows that you're praying. Jesus reminds us that even if we're going to make like a charitable donation to an organization, that we don't want to even let our right and left hand know what's happening with the other. Jesus warns us also about the problems of storing up treasures on earth because we can have them decay or rot or be stolen as opposed to storing up our treasures in heaven. I mean, Jesus shows us so clearly what we need to watch out for. And remembering all of that helps us to have a better sense of what it means to make sure that we're pursuing the right things in life and not the things that will bring us admiration from other people. Because at the root of the quest for all those things is the applause of people and not the love of God. And Jesus says we want to make sure that we're pursuing the appreciation, the applause, the admiration of God and God first and foremost. It's not to say that we don't want to be appreciated or appreciate other people, but we all know the difference between when we're trying to get God to notice what we're doing and to appreciate us and when we're trying to get other people to tell us that we're doing great things. Now, the beautiful thing about Jesus in his teachings here is that as much as he gives us these concrete examples of some things to watch out for, he also tells us so clearly how we can make sure that our entire lives are not going to fall prey to the pursuit of enough. He actually gives us insight into what it means to make sure that every single part of our life is oriented around what God wants for us. And what he tells us to do is to make sure that our first priority is to pursue God's dream. That our first priority in our lives needs to be pursuing God's kingdom here on earth. That we seek first the kingdom of God 
and trust that everything else will come as it needs to be. To put it in a different way, Jesus said it this way, steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. And when we can put our focus on God reality, on God initiative, and God provisions, then we will have our lives aligned to God's purposes because we'll be seeking God's kingdom and we'll be making God's kingdom happen here on earth. Now, for the people that Jesus was originally speaking to, when they talked about the kingdom of heaven, when he used that phrase or when they would have heard somebody else use that phrase, they had a very clear sense of what that meant. And what it meant for them is similar to what it means for us today. What it meant for them is that it was a time and a way where God would be the king and it would mean that no one would go without. That everybody would have the food they need, they the drink they need, the clothes they need, and the shelter they needed. And in some ways, the fulfillment and satisfaction out of life. And there's a similar way that God wants that to be true for us today. God wants us to be making sure that our first priority is making God's dream for the world become true. God wants our dream to be his dreams. God doesn't want us to have a different set of dreams. God wants our lives to be oriented around God's purposes. And that's what it means to seek God's kingdom. And when we take Jesus' teaching seriously, it can help us break those broken soundtracks even further, and especially that dangerous soundtrack of enough. And if we want to break that soundtrack of, of, of enough in our lives, then we're going to seek the praise of God and we're going to pursue God's dream for the world as our first priority. Now, of course, those are one of those things that are easier said than done in a lot of instances. And so maybe if we think about two ways that we can put these into practice, it'll help us have a better sense of what God is up to in our lives. And the suggestions are to do this, to, for you to audit your life and to ask God to help you to make those things true. Now, to audit your life, I want to encourage you to think about taking a look at your closet, your calendar, and your contacts. In some ways, these can help us sum up what we're pursuing in our lives. Now, to take an audit of our closet, now for some people, I gotta say, it might be a garage or a basement or a workshop or a shed or whatever it might be. And take a look at what's in there literally in those places. Because in many ways, those signify the pursuits in our lives. Those show us what we're actually pursuing and how they can afford and advance our lifestyle. And if we actually take a look at what we need and how much we have, we'll see that God has provided so much. Maybe when you look, you'll see what you can give away. Maybe when you look, you'll have a sense of what you don't need to acquire. And a sense of that can help us understand how God's been at work in our lives and to make sure that we're breaking that soundtrack of enough with the things in our lives. But there's also that sense of time. So to take a look at your calendar, to take a look at how you're organizing your life, your days, your weeks, your months, and see what patterns emerge. Maybe you'll see that there's a shift you need to make, that you need to put different things on your calendar. Maybe there's a shift where you need to expand how you're spending your time in certain ways. But when we look at our calendar, we can see really how much time we have and that we have enough time to do what God wants us to do. On the flip side of that, maybe we need to see what's not on our calendar on those blank spaces to be honest about how we're spending our downtime. Maybe we're spending too much time doing things that we shouldn't be doing and we're running out of time when we actually have enough. And last, take a look at your contacts. See who you're investing with. 
Check who you're texting, see who you're calling, see who you're emailing, or maybe even still see who you're writing letters to depending on your age. And when you see that, you'll see where you're spending your time, where you're spending your energy. And maybe you're pursuing the wrong people. Maybe you need to pursue somebody who's closer to you. Maybe there's somebody who can, you can love better, who you're called to love by God. And by doing, you'll see how God wants you to bring God's dream alive for those people. And if we do that and we align then our purposes with God, we can see a better sense of how we're using our lives. And last, but certainly not least, ask God to help you. Ask God to help you in this pursuit to break the soundtrack of enough. We want to pray to God. We want to talk to God. Prayer is not some abstract way of just kind of thinking about God. Prayer is actually our way of talking to a God who cares about us. Prayer can also be a really important way to align ourselves with God's thoughts and God's process because when we ask God for something in prayer, really we're putting ourselves in a place to be used by God just as much. Now, when we ask God for help, we need to remember that God doesn't just change our mind often. Rather, God actually has a way of helping us then see opportunities to put into practice what we're praying over. And in particular, if we're trying to move past this trap of enough and we ask God for, to help us with that, God will show us. God will help us see how to move past if we're willing to let God, if we're willing to ask God for help. And boy, wouldn't that be a great prayer for 2023? If we were to ask God to help us with the balance of this year to make sure that we are pursuing what God wants for us, that we're making God's dream come true, that we're praising God in all that we do, that'd be a great prayer for each and every one of us. So that soundtrack of enough, it needs to be broken. It does not need to be in the playlist of our lives. And Jesus wants us to break that soundtrack of enough in our lives so we can have the freedom to live as God wants us to live. Jesus is calling each one of us to break that soundtrack by making sure we're seeking the praise of God first and foremost in our lives and not the praise of others that can let us down. God's also calling us to make sure that we are making God's dream for the world, God's kingdom come, that, that we make that a reality every day of our lives. When we make that our first priority, we break the soundtrack of enough in our lives. God really doesn't want us to have that broken soundtrack of enough holding us back. God wants us to break that soundtrack every time we can. And when we do, we have that freedom that God wants for us. We're not bound to the pursuit of enough. Rather, we're freed to pursue praise from God and making God's dream true for ourselves and for the whole world. So let's break that soundtrack of enough. Hey, thanks again for listening today. If you'd like to hear more from us, you can subscribe to this podcast or find us on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. We are at Park Ridge Presby on all platforms.